You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 206 of the Soulforge podcast. Welcome to the Soulforge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Soul Forge. I'm Sean, your host, as always, and I want to apologize for last week's episode. The sound quality over Skype was horrendous for some reason. I'm not sure why. Normally it's crisp and clear and clean, and for whatever reason, my part of the sound was, I don't know, it was just really muffled and low volume, and no matter what I did in the editing process, I couldn't get it to be perfect. So... Sorry about that, not up to my usual standards, but this week will be a lot better. Okay, so what are we talking about this week? Well, we're talking about the Kickstarter campaign that I started for my business idea. And I hope that you're not all getting sick and tired of me talking about my business plan uh, week after week after week, but I'm currently obsessed with this thought, so it's pretty much all I've been focusing on lately, and I'm sharing that focus with all of you out there in podcast land. But before we talk about business stuff and kickstarters and anything to do with that, what's been going on besides that? Uh, Well, it's been super hot, and as you all know, I'm a mail carrier, and yesterday it was, let me think here, it was, I think, 32 degrees Celsius, I think 38 with the Humidex. What is that in Fahrenheit for my American listeners? I don't know. Pretty freaking hot, probably in the 90s, and uh, it it was a lot. We had an early start to the day so we could beat the heat, and do you think that worked? Of course it didn't work because I left early, but I had to wait 25 minutes for my first bag to appear because we can't carry all of our mail with us all day long. We have to stop and pick up bags of mail at certain strategic locations anywhere from 5 to 10 times a day. And uh, for whatever reason, my first bag was late. So... Sure, I came to work a half an hour early, but uh, I also had to wait almost half an hour. So that wasn't very much fun, and it was stifling hot, and I felt like I was going to die. Luckily, I found a nice shady, breezy spot for 25 minutes to sit and pick my arse, I guess, is basically what I did. But uh, at the end of the day, as I was trudging through and trying to finish up and trying not to die from sheer exhaustion and heat misery, two ladies actually came to my rescue. The first one gave me a bottle of water and a bottle of orange juice and the second one gave me some ginger ale and an ice cream. So that was really nice and really helpful and very much appreciated because not too many people take care of their letter carriers. 
occasionally th there will be some of that, but it's few and far between. And luckily yesterday, the two ladies rescued me and I was highly grateful. Other than that, uh, what's been happening? Let me think. Um, G.I. Joe figures. Oh, God. What's going on now? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to downsize my collection, but they've recently, and by they, I mean Hasbro, has recently been releasing G.I. Joe classified action figures. And what these are, back in the day in the 80s when they re-released G.I. Joe, well, First of all, they released them in the 60s, and they were 12-inch dolly action figures. And then they decided to uh, get on the Star Wars bandwagon with the 3 and 3 quarter inch figures. And Hasbro released G.I. Joe in starting in 1982, I think. And I never had any G.I. Joe figures when I was a kid, but I really, really wanted them. But we were poor, so I didn't have those. So uh, I've always wanted some. I never had any. And recently they've re-released them, but in six inch format instead of three and three quarter inch format and they look amazing and the box art is awesome and i'm trying to convince myself that i don't need these things especially because they're uh approximately thirty dollars a pop uh usually 35 or 40 some are 30 but uh, still do i need them i don't need them i never had gi joe do i need gi joe now Probably not. Do I want them? Yeah, really friggin' bad just because. The uh, the collecting disease is strong. And even though I'm trying to get rid of a lot of stuff, these things come along and I'm like, oh, I gotta have them. So do I have any? Not right now. Am I thinking about it? Yes. Am I trying to convince myself that I don't need them? Also, yes. Am I going to end up with some? Most definitely, probably, most likely, probably, perhaps. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, let's uh, play a couple promos here. We'll, we'll play the uh, Get Your Vaccine promo that we have to play. And right after that, I'll play the promo for the 42 cast. So I'll be back in about a minute. Welcome to Dr. Geek's Laboratory. Hello, everyone. Dr. Geek here with a shout out to all the scientists who worked tirelessly to bring a COVID-19 vaccine into reality. <laughs> let's face it. Creating something of this magnitude is a miracle worthy of Dr. McCoy himself. And now, Dr. Geek needs you to do your part. Remember, each shot is one small step back to normal, one giant leap to putting the pandemic behind us. We can do this. For more information, visit vaccines.gov to find your nearest provider. The 42 cast is turning 100, but like all good things, it must come to an end. Tune in to our epic finale as we see who lives, who dies, and who gets their own spinoff. And then come back when the 42 cast is back for season two, with even more segments, more guests, and more of explaining why Ryan is wrong. It's why we're still the ultimate answer to fandom, geekiness, and everything. You can only find all this awesome by downloading the 42 cast, a proud member of the ESO Network. And weren't those great friggin' promos? Don't you want to go get your vaccine, wear your mask, and listen to the 42 cast? Well, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Oh boy, good stuff all around. Now on to more business plan ideas. All right, so for anybody who's a new listener, I might as well just break it all down right from the very beginning. When I was a teenager, I started collecting toys. Well, actually, I've always been a toy collector or a collector of 
some sort or another. I've always been a collector. Uh, I really got into it in the 90s. Also in the 90s, I lived in an apartment complex and I used to sell unwanted toys to the neighborhood kids in the heat of the summer. I would set up a little booth and I would uh, have a little cash box made out of, if my memory serves correctly, uh, Player's Light cigarette filter tubes. You know, when you, ha you used to have to make your own cigarettes, you'd put the tobacco in the little machine, put the cigarette roll thing on the end, chunk and it would go and it would fill it up and I have to I had to do that for my stepdad and my step grandma and so I ended up with all these uh, empty boxes and that was my cash box players light cash box and I would sell all summer long and I would make things out of popsicle sticks and beer bottle caps and you name it anything I could sell I sold the only time I've ever been happy in any work is when I was the cashier slash clerk at a convenience store. That was my favorite job. It, it was crappy and it was minimum wage, but it was just so much fun. Oh, and there's the air conditioning unit. You can probably hear that. I'm hoping the microphone doesn't pick it up too badly, but like I said, it's friggin' hot and it keeps go coming off and on. So anyway, uh, I've always been a collector. I've always been a, a salesman. I've wanted to have a store all my life. Uh, 15 years ago, I almost started up the Rusted Robot comic book shop. I didn't, though, because I didn't have the money, and I was scared. Fast forward to 2021. I've been doing this podcast for almost four years, talking about self-actualization, self-improvement, being a better person, and all that hoity-toity crap. You know, just, you know, be a better person, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes I annoy myself, but whatever. Who cares? I'm trying to be the best I can be, so... I'm trying not to be scared and I'm going to open up a store. So what happened was uh, I bought a building. I get it July 30th. It's going to be in my name. Uh, it's got a couple rental units in it so that the renters will actually pay for the building itself. And uh, right now in the retail space, there is a body piercing store and their contract or lease is up in March of 2022. So my plan is if they do decide to leave when their contract is up, I'm going to open up my comic book shop. Uh, if they don't leave, I'm not going to open it up yet. I'm just going to keep collecting rent and paying the bills. But uh, if they do leave, I'm opening up what I'm calling the Rusted Ro No, I'm going to call it the Rusted Robot toy and antique hobby shop or something to that effect uh, because I'm going to have toys. I'm going to have card games like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and Magic and whatever people are into. I'm going to have puzzles and games and uh, what else? I, I, don't, I don't have my notes in front of me because I, I pretty much have it all in my head. Uh, but antiques, I'm going to maybe do 3D printer services. I'm going to have a coffee bar. I'm just going to fill it up with all kinds of different fun things to get as many different people in there as I possibly can. Uh, my buddy Renee said, well, why don't you start up a Kickstarter so that you can raise some funds and uh, it'll be great. So I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, I could I could raise some extra money and I could get better shelving. I could buy more old vintage stock because I want to have it all vintage toys. Uh, stuff mostly from the 70s and 80s and 90s. Uh, like what? He-Man, Thundercats, Star Wars, Mask, uh, Sectars, uh, G.I. Joe, of course. Anything I can find from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Girl toys as well, like pound puppies, uh, cabbage patch dolls, strawberry shortcake, 
My Little Pony, if I didn't say that already. Um, just whatever kids and adults who are kids at heart or want to restart collecting their stuff from their childhood, just have it all. All kinds of different things. And maybe I'll have some retro vintage candy. Well, not vintage candy. It'll be retro candy that you don't see too much anymore. Um, I'm also going to have model kits, model paint, model glue, maybe some radio-controlled airplanes and car stuff. I don't know. Uh, just all kinds of things. The one thing I'm not going to have, though, is comic books because I don't want to step on the toes of Jump City comic books. Those people are my friends. Kitty, who co-owns the store with her sister Julie, uh, Kitty's husband Josh, was my Rusted Robot podcast co-host for over five years, so definitely don't want to uh, take away from their business or anything like that. So anyway, Renee says, start up a Kickstarter. So I did. And it runs for 30 days. Uh, as I'm recording this on Tuesday, there's 25 days left. This episode will come out on Thursday, so there'll just be over three weeks left. Uh, so if all of you people out there in podcast land would either like to donate to the Kickstarter or just share the link, I'm going to put the, sh the, uh, the link for the Kickstarter in the show notes so that uh, you can share it. Um, and what did I do? I put a goal of $10,000 down. That's $10,000 Canadian. So really, uh, if you're an American and you just want to give me eight grand, then uh, that'll be the whole 10 grand that I need. Uh, just kidding. But uh, anyway, what I uh, what I did was I launched the Kickstarter, put up a bunch of rewards like stickers and shirts and hats and mugs and jackets and all kinds of things. Uh, I hit launch, and, and then after I hit launch, it says uh, your your Kickstarter is now live. Uh, it's an all or nothing campaign. I, I, all or nothing. What is all or nothing? So either uh, I get ten grand or I get nothing. So even if uh, I get donations totaling like seventy five hundred dollars. If it doesn't hit 10 grand, I get nothing. So that's the way Kickstarter works. Uh, I didn't know that. I don't know if any of you out there in podcast land know that, but that's how it goes. So that's quite interesting. Uh, so I posted it on my Facebook. I shared it in the Rusted Robot uh, Facebook group. I did it in the Soulforge Facebook page. Uh, I uh, got friends to share it. I even put it in the Timmins Toy Collectors group. And then I got nothing but criticism uh, from a couple of people because they kept saying, where's your market research? How do you expect this to be success successful? It was just a lot of negativity. So Mm, that wasn't a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, the thing's been going for about five days. I've got five backers. And let me just pull up the app here so that I have it. And what it tells me is the Rusted Robot Toy and Antique Hobby Shop funding progress. 25 days to go. Five backers. Uh, I've got $176 in pledges from five people. So that's a nice start it's not nearly enough uh, and guess what even without the kickstarter i'm still going to open up my business because i've been collecting toys and antiques for years i've got a whole pile of stock of my own stuff um, i'm waiting for the lockdowns to be over so that i can go yard sailing and get even more but uh that's that's the way it goes for now and let's see i've got about seven different reward levels uh, $50, $25, $75, $100, $150, $500, and 1000 It says the average pledge amount is $35 from five people. Uh, let's see. 
there's not a lot of information on this app and it doesn't even tell me who donates so that's another thing I, I guess I'll find out once the campaign is over um, do I like the the app not really uh, and it was very hard to get it uh, in progress because there's a lot of little different things you have to do and you have to go back and you need this information and you need that information so anyway uh, long story short I've got a Kickstarter to help me buy shelving and stock for the building also to pay for some of the advertising that I'll eventually have to get uh, the store will open either August no sorry not August April or May of 2021 if they do leave at the end of March if not um, it'll open at a later date whenever they do decide to leave uh, however I am going to do an online store in the meantime uh, I just have to figure out which website web server to to go with uh, maybe GoDaddy I haven't uh, figured that out yet I, I keep getting all kinds of ads on my phone through Facebook so anyway uh, that's what my obsession is I, I want to get J. Joe toys uh, I want to open up my toy store uh, I would like as much help as I can possibly get I don't expect help because I do most of these things on my own and nobody ever really helps because everybody's living their own life so really that's just the way life works I guess right so do you have any questions if you do questions comments or concerns or friendly advice even uh, soulforgepodcast at gmail.com uh, that would be definitely helpful um, I've never run a business I've never owned an investment property I don't know what the hell I'm doing uh, so any help any advice any words of wisdom definitely appreciated I'll take those um, so I guess that's it for now um, I'm gonna go have supper got to uh, prepare for the next recording of the cosmic pizza podcast and basically keep scouring Facebook marketplace for all kinds of different toys that uh, people might be getting rid of so in the meantime thanks for listening uh, next week I'll try to do a non-business related episode if you have any suggestions for what you'd like me to talk about send me an email. But until next time, take care, live your best life, stay safe, and remember, never forget who helped you out while everyone else was making excuses. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links, and don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. Ever had an idea for a new invention or a way to improve on what something else already does? Lots of people have ideas like this, but usually very few have the resources to turn their ideas into reality. But now, with the help of the internet, people with creative ideas can get the funding they need to bring their ideas to life. One of the most popular places where this happens is on the website Kickstarter. I'm Jessica from TechBoomers.com. In this video, I'll tell you about what Kickstarter is and how it works. Now let's get started. So what exactly is Kickstarter? Kickstarter is an online fundraising platform. Creators post their projects and ideas, along with specs for their finished product, potential risks, and progress updates. Then, other people, like you, can donate money towards these projects. Kickstarter is often called a crowdfunding platform. 
Basically, what this means is that the creators can get donations from a larger number of people at once, which reduces the amount of money that each donor has to put in. The nature of the internet makes this business model easy to implement using sites like Kickstarter. So how does Kickstarter work? When a creator posts a project, they set a monetary goal and a deadline to meet it by. Then, supporters can pledge money towards the completion of the project. If the project doesn't meet its funding goal by the set deadline, then the creator receives no money and the supporters will not be charged for their pledges. Now I'll tell you about three key features of Kickstarter. Number one, Kickstarter is full of ideas and inventions. Kickstarter has 15 different project categories, including music, technology, food, and design. Number two, creators stay accountable to their supporters. Creators of projects on Kickstarter are encouraged to be as open about their projects as possible. This can include writing project specs, submitting proofs, identifying potential challenges, providing progress updates, and responding to feedback from supporters. Number three, Many projects on Kickstarter have incentives for people who make donations above a certain amount. For example, here's a project for a cookbook. These are some of the rewards you can get for supporting this project. If you donate over $10, you get a desktop wallpaper. If you donate over $25, you get a digital copy of the book. And if you donate over $65, you get a hard copy of the book. That's it for our quick intro to Kickstarter. If you'd like to learn more, check out our free Kickstarter course on techboomers.com. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.